Don't act like you're the same person. You've learned how to touch, to feel. You've connected with people. With us. It is the fucking eve of Starfield's five-day early window release. And I'm going to hurt Brandon because Brandon has the best internet speed in the group. Brandon. Yes. When Russell Crowe took his family to the office, what did his co-workers ask him? I don't know. Clean, you want to shout at this? I, I, I'm... I'm with Brandon. I'm I'm confused. So the question was, Russell Crowe took his kids to the office and his co-workers asked him a question. Were they entertained? Fuck you, Brandon, for having Starfield downloaded. I'm going to punch joke. you right in the face. That's not even a dad <laughs> joke. That's just you saying words in a certain order that makes no sense. Oh, no. He's just looking at things on the screen and saying it. Yeah. You can't do that. This is, this is yeah. You have to do, yeah. No, we can do whatever we want. We could do whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. We can. You as an individual cannot. We have proven that. But only in a certain state. (laughs) A certain state. (laughs) (laughs) You left that state. You left the only state I couldn't do things. For you. I did it for you. I did it for us. That's that's (laughs) BS. Whatever. (laughs) You did it for Uncle Sam. (laughs) Sam No, no, I ran away from Uncle Sam. (laughs) Do not get that twisted. (laughs) He wanted another nine, and I said no. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) I was trying to make it rain with with more contracts for him. Nope. Man. He asked me for another nine after I gave him like 30 other people. (laughs) Oh, shit. I gave Uncle Sam a total of like 120 years. 
<laughs> I think I bought my soul back. So you gave him 30 sacrifices for your For my own, soul. yeah. Yeah, I'm Davy Jones. Bro, what is this, season four of Supernatural? That's what this sounds like. Hey, man. You just got to pay the devil with a soul. Didn't have to be your own. That's true. You know what? It's it's funny you mentioned souls and how like that it shows up a lot in like Japanese culture and Death Stranding and Neon Genesis and technically Gundam and all that. Like, it's funny you mentioned souls. Well, isn't like the whole basis of rock and roll come from that one guy supposedly selling his soul? Damn right. And it's not even the same guy. Who, Tenacious D? No. No, there was for real guy who like supposedly sold his soul, but his name got mixed up with a different guy who claimed to, that he was the one who did it. But they shared the same last name. Damn. It's um You know what's really bad about having a common name? Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. Oh wow. This there's, there's a school like right down the street with that name. Oh no, it's a hospital. Ooh, you better check the it's water. Ho- you better check. Ho- it's a hospital. Hang on. Yeah, it's a hospital. I was going to say, I don't know if that's the tunes you want to be playing, man. <laughs> no, but you know what's interesting? What, what, what is horrible about having a common name is is getting a police report back and how long it takes when you apply for a job or anything or like if you're doing something important that has to do with paperwork. It takes a long time if you have like a fucking basic-ass standard bland name. John Smith. I mean, it takes me a while because I have to spell it 30,000 times. My, like, my name is Jonathan Sanchez. I have the most common Puerto Rican name in the world. <laughs> like there, there's like five baseball Fair. players with this name. And I want to know how long it took for their background checks to come back. Do all Puerto Rican people base how common their name is off baseball players? It's pretty common. No. It's pretty common. No, <laughs> no I just want to know if that's a, like the standard. I, <laughs> I just, I just, I just want to know if that's like the... From my experience, yeah. It's actually a decent way to do it. Yeah. I, I mean, because you either, it, it just seems like in, in like in Spanish, like Hispanic families, you either become a baseball player or you get named after. Ooh. And neither or. Clean, I disagree with you, man. I disagree with you on that. Oh, what's your take? It's so we do incorporate baseball player names, but let's be real. Not everybody is a is an athlete from our culture. Let's be real. Because think about it. We'll name them after car models, car manufacturers, bottles of alcohol, uh, your uncle. Summer months. Uh, summer months, days. Wait, rewind uh, that. Rewind that. Do you, you guys name your children after your uncles? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. You know, because Theo's always like, the most popular guy in the family. That's why. Yeah, he's the fun one. Yo, he bring the drinks and the other questionable stuff. So is it like a party. self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy where then he becomes the next cool uncle and then like the next guy then does mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it's a cycle. It's a it's a cycle. Yes, it's it's like a passing the 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 the, the, the crown. And it so every every, every other time. generation, you guys like sacrifice <laughs> one of one of the kids. Yeah, one of the to kids the not going to not going to have no kids. Not really going to amount to anything in life, but they're going to be filled with so many life lessons. <laughs> they're going to they're, they're the one they're going to they're going to have the street knowledge, a little bit of mm-hmm. knowledge. And they're going to have a lot, a lot, a lot of jail knowledge. 
mean fucking hustlers and they know how to hustle like oh like they'll look at like you could be eating a meal and like something will happen they'll be like oh i can make money stealing this doing that flipping this right then and there that's they'll explain cool. you how you that's what cool uncles do yeah but we named them more than baseball players is what i want to get across <laughs> yes yeah i learned a lot today good episode boys Fantastic. Thank you. You can't you, you can't play Starfield. You, you can't you can't I refuse. I refuse to hear your engines being, taking off. I'm being held hostage and it's bullshit. Next thing next thing you know, we hear the robot. Captain. What you guys what you guys don't see is I'm the only one here with Starfield unpacked, ready to go. Even hit play just to make sure it ran. And uh these two Yahoos are I'm just going to use the word stuck because there is a just plethora of issues that are happening. So I have my display token going on connected to Steam so they can see that I'm not playing Starfield. <laughs> oh, hey, 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 what what body part is a plethora? I've never heard of it. <laughs> You're buying time, shit one. <laughs> no, so we're all just hanging around. Um but yeah, we're recording this on the uh, Starfield release date. We actually started recording technically as soon as it was it was released for yeah, the early access people. I mean, it's working for me. No, it's working now. But they had yeah. a good like 19 minutes of pure like, what the hell is going on? If you've never pre-ordered a game before, then yes. Yeah. If you've never pre-ordered a game from Bethesda before, you you know what you're you know what you're getting into. Yeah, I, th- I feel like a lot of people did forget that it was a Bethesda game there for a while. That That's pretty fine, because I can't wait to play Starfield on my refrigerator, on my Alexa. <laughs> Tesla. <laughs> my Tesla. Because you know that's next. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Starfield is the boys, new Skyrim. I already boys, can tell. That's, that's child's play. It's it's your it's your thermostat. That's oh, the next frontier. Oh, yo, that'd be dope. Playing a game on your thermos. I mean, you can play it on your watch. Can you imagine playing it on like your your cooler screen? I was just gonna say, like, because I got that new like that new screen. Yep. For my for my AIO, can I run Starfield on that? That'd be yeah. pretty cool because then it could be like a little self contained. Just a little thing that you can have on the side, just in case you could fly around. Yeah. But we're not flying we're around. Well, we might be flying around. No, we're. we're That's one of the theories, isn't it? What do you mean? Oh, so yeah, that is a theory. Yep, yep. Yep. So what we're here to do is we're not here to talk about Starfield. We're here to talk about Death Stranding. So we wrapped up the series. Well, the series as it is released at this moment. So <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to kind of go over what we liked, what we didn't like, and what we hope to see in the second one, as well as give our theories onto what the second one's going to be about. Mostly the big question is... More people are concerned about where it's going to take place than why it's going to take place, which is pretty interesting. Um, and I actually, like, of the two... Chicago. It's Chicago is the sequel. Chicago was already it. in it. It was a oh. giant tar pit thing. <laughs> terrible. And the Tar Hills was North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, the beautiful landscapes with thriving society, that was all not Chicago. Wasn't Boston either. It was not Boston either. They didn't even go to Boston. They knew better. 
Oh, man. So going through it, I think I'll take the first the first lead. But when it comes to Death Stranding, it's my favorite game of all time. So I'm going to be biased. Uh, like we said, the very first episode for me, it was one of those things where I didn't play it. Like I bought it. I played it for a couple hours and then I just couldn't get into it. So I put it down. And then months, months, months later, like almost a year later, I picked it back up and said, I'll give it a try and fell in love with it. So I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of people have the same thing where they just don't. A lot of people I've talked to about it say the same thing. Like they just didn't get into it at first and didn't, you know, delete it. They kept it installed. And then months later they came back to it and it was completely different thing. So I don't know what it is. I think it's just, you have to be in a certain mindset to get into the game, which is pretty cool. And then the get yourself a good musical playlist to get you in the mood for something like that. That helps too. Oh dude, there's something like, I think there's just something about it to where there's something there's, Cause you've seen like power wash simulator, lawn mowing simulator, you know, like stupid, like satisfaction games like that. Yeah. I, f- I feel like you can do the same thing in death stranding where it's just like, you get this weird satisfaction and just going from point A to point B as quickly and as efficiently as you can through different obstacles, because it's not a very intensive game where you need to hyper focus on it. I mean, if you're paying attention to the story, then yeah, you need to focus on it, but everything else you can kind of just run through. You don't have to activate your full brain. And there's a little bit of everything between the running around and completing deliveries. There's also the fact of like third person combat starts amping up. I mean, hell, the fight with Higgs was crazy. There's just a little bit of everything in there for everybody. So I think when it comes to the second game, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same. Like not a hodgepodge of just everything that makes video games good into one thing. I think that there's going to be new mechanics that they're going to remove a lot of mechanics from this one, but I think they're going to insert like new one-off mechanics. Like look at the evolution of something. And I hate that we always kind of compare Death Stranding to this, but it's kind of his other greatest works. So we kind of have to, but look at like the progress in metal gear. Now there was a lot of techno technological advancements that happened. Yeah, sure. But also just from like a play style or different things that you can do within the game itself. Look at how they evolved from the first release to when he left the project. It's absolutely crazy. So I think another thing that we have to consider is this was his debut when it, when it comes to his own project. He was hurt. I wouldn't say hurting, but he was looking for funds wherever he could get them. Look at the sponsorship with Red Bull or not Red Bull, but with Monster uh norman reedus's ride had an advertisement in it there's like a lot of hidden ads that were placed in there just for the money so i'm wondering if now that money is way less of an obstacle and his name is more out there in the field well more so for normal people than it was because he's always been in the game field right like like i think gamers knew who he was is at least some at least some who are in our generation or in our age after that i think yeah i could agree with that i think like us like i think gen xers and millennials for sure yeah i mean the the his his i mean and, and this is more than just mother Gear solid a lot of the work that he's done it, it has a strong following you know mm-hmm. some you know if you're a gamer you have at least played 
one Hideo Kojima project, at least one. At least, minimum. And we've gone over a lot of his other ones. There were some in there we didn't know he worked on. Yeah, that's right. Psychonauts, I think that was one. Mm-hmm. Psychonauts was one for sure. Mm-hmm. You may not have been the lead for some of them, but he was still involved with them. Yeah, like Psychonauts, I can't even get out of my head for some odd reason. It's something that he posted. It's something that he posted recently to a vinyl that just came up for that game, which is super interesting. Yeah, so Man. I'm sorry. Go off. Oh no, no, I was just gonna no. Go for it. I was gonna hem and haw. You're you probably got something actual to say. No, just I'm um, hemming and hawing. Like I once again like Ko- Kojima watch that Instagram, and you just don't know what's ever going on. Like it's more. I feel like his Instagram is more like a homage to movie buffs than anything Death Stranding related. I agree. Yep. It, yep. It, There's very little Death Stranding in it. He's he's uh his social media page. It's it's just a virtual Easter egg, like just Easter egg after Easter egg after mm-hmm. Easter egg, which he loves Easter eggs. So is Keanu gonna be? Are we gonna get a Johnny Silverhand Easter egg in the next? Death we did have. So we skipped a lot of uh, Easter egg, not even Easter egg, but there were crossovers that took place in Death Stranding. Right, Cyberpunk was one of them. It just wasn't worth diving in. I don't. I don't want to say it wasn't worth it. I. It just wouldn't provide anything that users couldn't find. Completely already obliterated by half-assed journalists all over the internet. There's 20 YouTube videos that like show them in, yeah. in alphabetical order. <laughs> yeah, so you know what I mean? It just we weren't we weren't going to provide anything new to anybody. No. That no, that that's completely fine, but it's it's more questionable cuz like him and Keanu were hanging out recently. So it's like oh, we're not word. sure. Yeah, like he's on his Instagram. Like I think he took a photo with um was it Pedro Pascal? Was I think it was was Good old Pedro Pascal, Jordan Peele, Papa Pedro, uh, Papa Pedro, the Dadalorian. But yeah, they stopped by the studio, I guess, to you know play the guitar and hang out. So that's actually pretty cool. I mean, well, you can't well remember Conan O'Brien. The same thing. He had a whole segment of his visit over there, and if you watch the segment, Hideo Kojima looks at Conan and says, "Do you want to be in the game?" Like. Right then and there. Now, could be could could have been a scripted moment, but this could have been, or this could have been like an offhand, like, "Hey, you want to be in the game?" Because Hideo seems like the type of person that is more spontaneous when it comes to his work too. If if or he seems like a kind of guy that will accept change on a whim if it if it serves the story right or if if it gives like a better purpose for the entertainment that he's providing. I mean, when you look at what Conan ended up doing in there, like. I don't see a reason why not. It's not like he had any grand effect on the overall story. Yeah, but he was cool to see and, you know, made somebody interested with the following who can make other people interested in yeah. one of your works. I, I saw no downside with it. Yeah, it I so I can see where you're coming from. I, I saw it was very, I thought the Conan cameo was so interesting, too. I've, I've been watching. I used to stay up late at night just to watch Conan. I would you know, close my eyes for Jay Leno and then Conan would come on right after. <laughs> and, you know, I I, I, I I, was such a fan of him and to see like to see just him do something so random and so cool. You know, he, he's known he loves video games. It's no secret. So, I, I mean, how can how, how can anyone if anyone has an issue with that? I'm just 
What are you doing? Here, you got to remember the original Kojima like crossover, Metal Gear and Ape Escape. Nobody saw that coming. Oh, I didn't yeah. even know about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know about that. Holy crap. I believe it's um the original. I think it was Metal Gear Solid Substance, the little like compilation with the VR missions. Okay. I believe there was um there's a specialty mission in there. You play a snake chasing the monkeys, or you play as a monkey, like in, in the Metal Gear world. But they had a little crossover way, way back in the day. Interesting. Interesting. I'm pretty sure Metal Gear has like Metal Gear Easter eggs. It's like oh, crossed yeah, over with, with itself. <laughs> what is it? Um, matter like, of fact, there's there's Neon Genesis Easter eggs in Metal Gear. Mm. Is there really? Yeah. So yeah, that's so there's no neon genesis theory. There's just a lot of parallels. Like just a lot of parallels. The more the more I read and the more I watch and the more I play, like I I can't like I know Neon Genesis like played a huge role in like a lot of things, but it's also weird looking at the things that happened before Neon Genesis and looking at all the things that like inspired that happened after, (laughs) you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know. It's this weird, like, uh, I don't want to say apex. It's not a peak. It's like this weird pot that everything just kind of got thrown into. And it's like this meeting place for, for all stuff past and future. It's hard for me to describe. My friend, are you describing instrumentality? Because that's what it sounds like. <laughs> that's a great segue. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> oh, it, it, it sounds like you're ready for you the parallels of, of Neon Genesis. Like it. it just needs to be. God, what if exactly. that was? The, what if that was the the long con con of it all? Well. I'm curious. I'm curious about something because, like, and and you guys are way, way more versed in death in Death Stranding than me. Oh no, Death's I right found too. Out, huh? <laughs> Keep going. And and Death. Oh, and, okay, perfect. <laughs> no, perfect. You, I thought you said debt, and I was like, oh no, that <laughs> <laughs> debt. No, we're all equally well versed in debt. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. So. I do I, I do have something on the moon and Death Stranding. Something that I think is really good, too. Like in the current Death Stranding or a theory of the next Death Stranding? The, cur- the current Death Stranding. Okay, yeah, go for it. Ooh. So. I was going to say, because we're saving our theories till the end. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. You're going to love my theory. Um, I guarantee but, it. Calm down, men's warehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> Clean's I warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta sell shitty Fallout, like Fallout inspired suits on Queen's Warehouse. But um, you know, I was doing a lot of digging and stuff and I couldn't find anything that really satisfied me uh with moon with the moon and death and things like that, except until I found something about tarot cards. And there mm. is yeah, so there the to pretty much kinda keep it as short as possible, there's a meaning between the death and the moon tarot card combination and that they can be a powerful message about change and transformation because you know there's nothing but change and transformation happening during the current apocalypse 
Uh, but together they represent the need to let go of old patterns, habits, and beliefs that are no longer serving you. And the unknown factor represented by the moon signifies the uncertainty that comes with change and transformation. But this combination can indicate a challenging time, but it is important to remember that all change and growth comes from discomfort. That's actually like pretty spot on. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. And and while when I was reading that, when I first read it, I was like, wow, that's pretty much everything that's that's happening. At the yeah, point. like you Every- just described like Sam's whole character point plot. Yeah, yeah. I I thought that was one of the most interesting things I've ever read. The the death and the moon, the death and the moon tarot card combination. But it, it just it just fits, and it almost makes you wonder, you know, what was what was Hideo and his team reading to uh, everything? Bring, yeah, yeah. You could literally- like 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 I I I cannot stress that enough. It feels like just a goddamn, whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, the goddamn Encyclopedia Britannica. I want an Encyclopedia set in my house. I do too with the with the big wall shelves. Yeah, yeah, you know ladder. exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. You, get the, you got the little rolling ladder on top, so you could climb up to get to the top shelf, dude. So, like, when we were looking at houses before we bought this house, like the other house that we were torn on had like those built-in walls, like wall shelves, oh my to God. have like a library. And dude, it was like perfect. Like it's, it was, it had like a little fireplace too. It was it was so good. It's like we Hartman's ended up getting house. this one instead. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That bougie fuck. Apparently, y'all are bougie fucks. <laughs> y'all want the same bougie. It's a nice something aesthetic. about it. Something. Yeah. It's it's aesthetically pleasing. And it's like you walk into someone's house and you see something like that. You're just like, oh, this motherfucker reads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but really, <laughs> and really, I just like the look of it. <laughs> yeah. I like the way books. I I judge books by their cover. Which, by the way, what a bullshit line. No, don't judge a book by its cover. Fuck you. That's literally what the cover is designed to be. <laughs> like, that's that's the whole point of the cover is to make you go, oh, this is interesting. You're supposed to judge it. I just want to say that turn of phrase is bullshit. <laughs> is that, does that really grinds your gears? No, it's just, just a thought. Gears are still ungrinded. I don't have very much left gear left to be grinded, to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, he's down to strict screws. Yeah, man. Oh, man. I don't know. Military took it all. But yeah, so. I don't know, man. I just really liked the game. I liked the music. The music was fucking tight. Like, the soundtrack was so fucking good, man. Like both the musical songs as well as like the instrumentals of like just the transition pieces and like the stuff made the OST, I guess it was just also really good. It fit the setting. It had like its own mood to it. It wasn't like dark and depressing, but at the same time it wasn't upbeat either. Like it, it, it nailed the absolute theme of it. I, I just really enjoyed every part of it, man. I think the only part of it I disliked for death stranding was that it kind of hits you with like the four endings. And I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> uh, just to oh, go man. back a second, the, the composer for Death Stranded actually did the music for Ground Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes and and the Phantom Pain as well. So he's no he's no stranger to 
It's like a genius. Oh, yeah. He knew exactly what he needed then. He went right. That makes sense. Um, he probably jumped ship when Kojima got let go. He was like, let's do this. He might have been forced out. They, mm-hmm. I wonder how many other people, like, they, they forced out the whole little vanguard. Yeah, because it was that whole little team that got let go. It wasn't just Kojima. It was his team. Well, I'm pretty sure Kojima, I can't remember, because wasn't it like a whole debate whether he left or if he was forced out? It, it So, based on the scenario, on paper, it was an ugly divorce. Yeah. Allegedly, you know, unconfirmed truth, he was pushed out. Because of they they weren't seeing eye to eye anymore. He was doing whatever the hell he wanted. Like they were yeah. like, hey, the game gotta be released on this date. And he's like, No, it doesn't. <laughs> so but yeah, they 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 I believe unofficially he got pushed out. And then I think they try to assimilate the team into Konami. And like some people stayed because responsibility, other people were like, no. So kind of like what happened with uh, Wagner, where they assimilated the troops, but they got rid of the general. Yeah. Well, allegedly. And he rose allegedly. from the ashes like a phoenix. Is he is he alive? Huh? It's who what alive? do you mean he rose? Wagner, you just said he rose from the ashes. Oh, no, he's talking about Kojima. He's oh, talking Kojima. I thought you were talking no, about no. Wagner. I was like, fucking no, what? No, no. <laughs> I saw the body. No, no. <laughs> like, no Wagner did that. I mean, to be inside. fair, it could have been anybody. It was pretty burnt. It could have been anybody's body. <laughs> like, like that one commander that they found just a finger. Yeah, that's how you know there's some fuckery afoot. Oh, he's a lie. He cut it himself and peaced out. <laughs> kind of like people in uh, people in what is it, Brazil? People in Brazil finding out in DNA tests that they're like half German or quarter German, and they're like, "What?" What, what about, what about <laughs> the sixteen million men who are related to Genghis Khan? Yeah, I f- I want to say it's like more people are related to Genghis yeah. Khan than aren't. <laughs> Damn, yeah, that man got his fuck on. Good lord. Which is crazy because you can see when he lived when you look at like uh, carbon records because there's just such a sudden loss of of life. <laughs> I'm not making I'm not making it up. It's true. Like you can see, like oh, this is this is, like that's one of the timestamps. Is like this is when Genghis Khan was around because everybody was fucking dead. <laughs> Bro, my man, my man was the original pandemic. <laughs> like, yeah. like man, that dude did not give a. Fuck, man. I I appreciate him. I appreciate the fuck out of him. His generals didn't give a fuck either. Like that one dude who was like, I'm going to be running a scouting mission. And the Khan was like, yeah, sure. Go go for it, bud. And then he just picked a fight with all of Russia. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just because. The time Genghis. Uh, yeah, was, f- yeah, no. And then that same general bribed another army. To turn on the army that ambushed him, and they did, and then they paid him off, and they let him get a little bit of ways, and then they fucking went and attacked that army and took all their fucking <laughs> their bribe money back. <laughs> like they were, man, the amount of ruthless. <laughs> what an era! Never see it. <laughs> what an era, my man! Was like all oh, the good old days. Ah, oh, the glory days, <laughs> when when everything made sense and men were men. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, <yo. laughs> 
I can't even put children in coal mines anymore. <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. Oh, no. Hold on, homeboy. Hold slow down, bro. Chacho, give it a couple of years. A bunch of states went lowered the, the working age to like 15, 16. Oh, that's We're 15 and 16. Is, I have no problem with that. Because like in the Midwest, like 14 is a reasonable work, like working age for the work that you'd be doing on average. Like everybody thinks like we're like, yeah, like. That's completely at least where I grew up. Like that's nothing wrong with it. Like you're not being forced into like anything absurd by any means. Like if it was like if it was like going to the coal mines and shit, then sure. Like yeah, obviously that's bad. But for that kind of stuff at that age, I don't see a problem with it at all. I really don't. You can go shuck corn at 14 for a paycheck. In fact, most people already do. They just <laughs> Don't don't get paid for it. <laughs> and, and they don't get provided gloves either. No. So you know, they're yeah, I yeah. I, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Like if you were saying like 10, 11, yeah, I'd probably agree with you. But 14, 15, at least where I'm from, that's Wait. completely normal. My man, I think you you misconstrued. I wasn't saying it was a bad thing. I was like, oh, they're just lowering the age again. Give it some time and it'll get lower. <laughs> That's well, what I meant. Oh, well, yeah. I'm just saying, well, I had to establish my point of it being lower is bad, but right now is good. <laughs> no, right now, okay, is fine. <laughs> yeah, right like, now oh, is no, fine. Super corps are coming. <laughs> yeah, no, right now, good. I shouldn't say good. Right now, fine. <laughs> right now, K. Okay. Shoot, what? I think what for Spanish kids, the like the the minimum or like the later age of work is 12. You're a little late to the party. Yeah, I could see that. Oh, Spanish people. Anyway. Yeah, it's crazy. We're one in a kind. Dude, we build that pro that that resume real early. <laughs> I want to see a resume like that. I want you guys to to send me what you believe your uh your the resume of your people would be. <laughs> um well fun fact I, I think what we what's the what's the word you gotta mask your resume a little bit if you catch what i mean i mean i feel you i i, I get what you're saying trust me that's <laughs> yeah. why i was that's why i want them is it'd be hilarious <laughs> oh man <laughs> no i wasn't asking I mean, for the said, real i wasn't asking for like uh for stuff certain p- other people would be interested in <laughs> For for other like, reasons, <laughs> come on, man! I'm not a, not a rat. <laughs> like, no, man! I'm the, my man said portfolio builder over here. Send him our resumes. Two weeks later, boys, I got a job. I, I wanted I wanted some some jokes, not a not a political killer. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know nowadays, man. I send somebody a jokey resume and then boom, I got a new job in government. So you read like, yeah, skipping all that. But yeah, man, <laughs> going back to Death Stranding. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you guys are going to get me spiraling if we keep on this conversation. <laughs> so I don't know. So getting desperate. Game 10 out of 10. Much like look forward, much other game. So you say it's a 10 out of 10? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Death Stranding for me is a 10 out of 10. Like, it is okay. everything I could want in a game. So I usually go by three. Interesting. I usually go by three things. 
Why did your voice change so much? I don't know. Did it? Yeah, by a lot. You hear in the skin dog or is it me? It No, no, you like you like you went from like back chair to full Batman. Like your voice got a little deeper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you trying my. to like instill a little fear. Yeah, like well, who you trying to intimidate me? <laughs> you coming at me, bro? We got a problem? <laughs> I thought we were fine. Yeah, you, you why would I do yeah. that? Yeah, you mad I ain't paying you? I ain't paying Ken Dog either. I ain't paying me either. I don't, I don't need to get paid. <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody here. Anybody that shows up on Thursday is not getting paid. <laughs> not, You're working a Thursday even, night. Not even Ronnie. <laughs> is this really work? That's the other question I want to bring up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We put work into it. Don't get me wrong. I will say that. <laughs> yeah, we do. I don't know. I I, I, I consider it work. Yeah, I would too. Uh, but when I really, yeah, I would. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. Like I think when it comes game day, game day, very little work because everything's pretty. How you set it up the way you want to do it. You're in charge of your episode. If it's not your episode, you literally just show up. But when it's not game day, the rest of the time, especially if it's your your series or your episode, a lot of work goes into that. Structuring, organizing. researching, organizing, uh, and then like as you as both of you have found out is like there's little rabbit holes that you fall into, and it could be like a twenty minute like oh that was cool, or it could be a week long going what the fuck, and you go full on conspiracy theory mode with it. Yeah, absolutely. And then you also have to remember the sensors, so so you have to like you want to make jokes. And sometimes they're on the nose, but you got to kind of like know what you can and can't say. Yeah. So you, I don't know. You, I consider need, it work. And then you need to write down timestamps in case something that needs to be taken out. Yeah. Oh, oh but yeah, to, to kind of reel it back in, when, when looking at a game or a movie, I look at three things. Story, characters, production. Right? Okay. The, the story... Confusing as fuck at first, but after going, you know, after going deep into it, and because remember, I didn't, I didn't finish the game. I did not phys- physically finish the game, so I'm looking at this in more in a cinematic view. Okay, and, I can, and, I can respect that. So it had a fantastic story, although a little bit confusing in the beginning. Characters were fantastic, and and I think even the supporting characters and the little cameos help bring it to life and give and. No world building. Production. I, if I talk about production, I'll be here for six days. Okay, like it's there's there's nothing right now. What what they did to make this this video game was is incomparable to what like anybody else does. I it, it's I'm giving it a ten too. It really deserved yeah. it. It really, it really did. Deserve it. I'm gonna have to agree with you. That's a good way of coming at it too. I think everybody has their own like personal scale because obviously each game is going to hit you different. Yeah, like there are games where I just it. am not interested. Yeah, you could watch it or you could play it. And if you watch it, literally watch it like you would watch an episode of Westworld or something. Just watch it episode by episode, you know? Uh, unless you get to like, what was it, episode four that's like six hours long, you know? <laughs> something like that, you know? Just split it up, you know? It's not that hard. It's kind of like when you're playing a video game and you hit that auto save to end for the night. You're just hitting pause on that episode for the day 
and coming in, coming waiting for the next episode next. That's all it is. Yeah. No, and I, I'm interested to see how they do with the show. The way you brought it up brought up another good discussion That's point right. of like, yeah, because I don't know. There's a lot of ways they could go with it. And I haven't, I've been purposely keeping myself out. If I really, really, really am excited for something or interested, I shouldn't even say excited. I should say the interested in something. I'll block myself out of it. I think so like can. Starfield, I know nothing. I know shit. I just know I want to play it. When it comes to the show, I know nothing. I'm worried about it. I'm worried which way they could go with it because I love it so much. But at the same time, I'm interested. So I'm not going to look into it. I, I feel like the show... It's going to be completely different than the game. We're not going to see. I I feel like the show. We're not going to see the outside. You know what I mean? You ever see like a show, like a post-apocalyptic show, and they never show what it looks like outside for some odd reason? I feel like I it's mean, going to be like one of those shows. So there's a there, I forget what there's a certain style when it comes to uh, cinematography that that's involved. Like remember Twelve Angry Men? Oh yes, all shot in, basically in two rooms. But ninety nine percent of it's in one room, you know. So th- there's a certain reason it's done. It's because it's meant to give you that feeling of. Um, did you ever watch it? Watch it and like notice the camera angles. Each one has their own individual angle, but then there's only like three for the other parts of the room, and that is it. That's what you got: one looking at the windows, one looking at all of them, and then one looking at the uh, at the door. That's those are the three things you're looking at. And if you're one of those people, that's what you're looking at. You're seeing, you know what I mean? So it helps you get into, uh, it makes them more relatable because you're seeing what they see. You're seeing how annoying it is. The whole thing is gray, like this weird beigey gray. And it's meant to make you feel that way. It's part of the reason it's done that way. Um, but it's I, visceral. Yeah. It, it, it's. So I, I agree with you. That'd be pretty cool if they did it that way to put in that feeling of isolation, especially if they were doing it in um, uh, a prepper, a prepper house yeah. or a prepper base station. Ooh, that's really good. Or like, uh, mm-hmm. or like the rest of a particular government that's locked inside and they're the only last government of whatever, like, like South America or something or researchers in Alaska. I mean, in uh, Antarctica. I feel like the last time we did a research in Antarctica thing, we uh, it didn't end up well for him. It was a movie in the eighties called The Thing. Oh yeah, that's that's. I mean, that could be a big influence though. That would, and I could see him doing that for real. Oh, I could see him doing that <laughs> for real. I definitely could. I don't know. Oh, Antarctica. Hmm. You know, I'd and, like to and, know what's going on with and, Antarctica. And people and people do need to understand he is a part of the show, but he's not directing it. He's he's I think he just I think he said that he's just going to be producing it. Like he'll be like an executive producer, but he will not be directing it. But would not be surprised if he comes in and direct an episode because it's not uncommon for you know, people who are working on their projects to direct an episode of what they're doing. You, you see it on the Mandalorian with, uh, where they have some of the cast members direct the episodes. Uh, they do that a lot. So it's probably, the, it could, it could be the same tactic for the show as well. I'm going to put an asterisk on that. I'm a, I'm a, just because of, um, one game where he did that. Ooh. He, um, so before, yeah. So, yeah, are aware of the character Raiden from Metal Gear Solid, right? Oh yeah. So they they decided to do a prequel game. 
They decided to do a prequel game right before Metal Gear Solid 3. And it, it, it explained what Raiden was doing and why he, he showed up the way he showed up. Like you just said, like with the TV show, he's like, hey, I'm just a producer. My team, we've been doing this. I'm going to give you guys full control of the project. Gave them full control of the project. They turned in something. Something. They completely scrapped. They turned in something. Yeah, because he had the project scrapped. He ended up getting Dude Man from something. Platinum Games to come in. And they took they took the ride in prequel game and then turned it to tactical lightning bolt action. And we got Metal Gear Rising. So he'll give you the reins. But if it's like not up to his par... He'll happily scrap it and take over. <laughs> that makes me happy. There's so. a chance. There's a chance. Oh, no. What do you think about the game, Clean? Or uh, Ken Dog? Clean? No, oh, man. I already asked Clean. Now you're mixing us up. <laughs> uh, don't make me say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's funny. It's funny, though, because you guys are completely. You could not look any more different. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best way I could put it. <laughs> Yo, but you know what's the irony? If if I if like if I showed you the one block in PR where like my family lives, I probably have cousins that look more related to clean than I do to my own cousins. I don't doubt that either though. And they and they probably think they're Cuban too, right? <laughs> oh no, uh uh-uh, uh no, they ain't Cuban. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> Oh they know. You see when in the army they're just like Sanchez. Are you Cuban? No. Mexican? No. Puerto Rican? Yeah. What? You speak Spanish? Yeah. In fact, I had a drill sergeant. He was a dude came, was right from San Juan, Puerto Rico. And he looked at me. He goes, oh, you're from Mars then. That's what we call you Puerto Ricans. The Puerto Ricans who, who are Americanized, who, who grew up here or birthed here, and their parents don't teach them English. You're from Mars. I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Out of this world, baby. <laughs> it's been happening since the beginning. So to to differ from everybody, I'm gonna give the game an eight point five. You bitch. Yeah. Who this I man? <laughs> and it it's one of those it's it's like it's like a it's an odd critique, and I don't think how it was implemented was was wrong. Because I, I I agree with Clean. Like the game is a cinematic experience. I got to experience the game just watching it, and I I do see the appeal of the game. I I believe you got to be in a certain particular circumstance in your life for the game to really resonate with you, because it's it it comes off as a great medium of. You it like the game gives you a way to do something, but also gives you a way to actually be alone with your thoughts without acknowledging that you're alone with your thoughts. And you start processing and, and, and thinking about things that, you know, may stress you out or or events in the game that maybe affected you. So I, I, I see I kind of see how like walking in game and seeing the landscape and all that. It's, it's very therapeutic, especially when everybody was confined to one space at the time. Right. And in, in terms to the the storytelling, there's a lot of like themes and motifs. There's a lot of like imagery of Christianity, of of death, and and you know rebirth. The game is phenomenal, story standpoint, production standpoint. But the reason why I give it an eight point five is combat in the game. 
and I'm not saying combat was bad. I've I've played I can't even count how many Metal Gears. Combat looks great. It's intuitive. It's responsive, but it feels so out of place at times. There's just there's there's time like it doesn't seem like in that world. It's that action packed or. It just it the game I feel like could have gotten away with like even less combat than what's in the game. Personally. That is very interesting. Okay. I don't like what you said, but I accept it. <laughs> it's I, it's it's I that, understand it's, that perspective. Yeah. I un- I completely yeah. understand that perspective of like immersion and like you're not gonna see a big old oily symbiote looking dude that's like the size of a skyscraper come at you. I mean, but that's the weird thing about it. Like, I could, I totally see it, but it, it's just, I guess, like in in my mind when I looked at the combat from a storytelling standpoint, it 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 goes away from like this this journey to like, oh, there's the game, like right there. Now it's a game again. I get what you're like, saying. It, it kind of, yeah. I understand. You're saying like there's a hard shift between like gameplay elements, different gameplay elements at that, and then. The cinematics of it as well, right? Like it, it's and mind you, it's it's a it's like I said, it's a dumb critique that I feel like I'm one of those supervisors that's like, oh, I gotta find something. It's it's one of those where I think it's and it's a bold it's a bold decision to be like, I'm gonna take an element out of a game, let alone I'm gonna take combat out of a game. That's that's a huge bold thing. So I think it I think it works. But I feel like the game could necessarily get away with like no combat, just a story mode from beginning to end. It could. It could. Because that's the other thing that you guys didn't get to see is like the combat that happens while you're doing these things. And it's not all the time. It's very infrequent. But there is combat. It's just not. It's definitely not the focus. There's effort put into it. It doesn't feel like an afterthought at the same time, but it still like, yeah, I get what you're saying. I'd have to agree that and like, I don't know, like I feel like they could have put a little more into it because they even had the system in there, you know, because if you kill somebody in the game, not like knock them out, but if you kill them in the game, you know, any of the people who are shooting at you, because later on they use real weapons, they aren't trying to knock you out. But if you kill one of them on accident, you have to like bundle them up and bring them to an incinerator in a time limit. Or else they will blow up. So there was like elements there. Yeah, that were yeah. like running, like running into the zone where like I, I can't think of the, the name of the dudes, but Mueller. like the black putties that wanted to steal your package. Like yeah. that felt real. Like the that at that instant. Yes, that worked. But like there's like the giant like there's some fights like the Higgs fight. At times, like I could see it working in the story, and then I just see it like, oh, all right, this is a quick time event. Yeah, I could see what you're saying. That and you can like, as long as you are grabbing the crypto biotes and like healing yourself during the fight, like it's a completely winnable fight. Like you can't fail it. There's no sense of urgency. I should say. Right. And and even like the at the end of the day, right, the, the beauty of the game is not those little moments, it's the journey itself, right? Because like you're hearing you talk about hearing clean and like you read reviews from people, there's a lot more people got from the game versus just the the experience of like reconnecting. Like there were benefits in like the in the real world 
versus just you know what you resolved in Sam's world, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's part of it is, you know, it, it sounds like a cop out like kind of statement, but it is it's going to be something different for everybody. And you are either going to love it or you're going to f- you're going to hate this game. They hate it. <laughs> yeah, like you are just going to despise it, you know? And there are people who absolutely hate it. 100%. It, it's literally a love or hate relationship for this game with a lot of with a lot mm-hmm. of fans literally i haven't i haven't seen an in between no i've never met anybody who was like oh it was okay i've met people who were like oh man fuck that game or oh my god i didn't know you played it too like those are the two <laughs> are we best friends secret now? over there <laughs> yeah yeah it might as well be like joining a secret club because like you look at the sales and a lot of people have bought this game but how many of them have actually played it? I mean, we can just look at where is. Let me go to the director's cut on Steam, and let's just see, like achievement wise, like what one of the achievements for one of the bosses are, and see what percentage we're at with it. <laughs> Yo, if it's like the Warhammer games I play, it's like four point seven percent have this achievement. <laughs> oh, won't even, won't even tell me. Ooh, and you got all the achievements. It should tell you. Yeah, but like I'm doing the hover thing. It's not giving me. Uh, doesn't want doesn't want you to reveal the secrets. Yeah, it doesn't want me to to see compared to other people. I know uh, only two point two percent have attained all. But that's all it's going to tell me. That sucks. But yeah, I'd be interesting to know how far like the average person gets in it. I don't know. Well, what do you guys think the next one's going to be about? I, Clean, you've been sitting on one for a while now. I mean, so. I, so there's a lot of things. I mean, that if you see the trailer, there's some really exciting stuff that really questionable stuff. First thing is landscapes. It doesn't look like we're in the same landscape. And Brandon, I'm going to be real cheesy yeah. right now. Finish this sentence for me. The term bridge is the. Wasn't there like a term they had? Bridge is the connection to the future or something like that. Bridges. Bridges, yeah. Yeah, man, you got to give me the... You didn't even get the first word right. <laughs> no, I didn't. making expectations of me. Remember, you 100%ed this thing. I only 10%ed it, homie. You <laughs> got a point. <laughs> you, let, you let one S, one S yeah. take away your crown, Brandon. How dare you? You can have it. I don't, I, <laughs> yeah, so I think with that, I think we're about to snow pierce this shit, and we're going to, we're going to London, baby. Hmm. Hmm. Why else would you need that giant Metal Gear Rex looking uh, machine? Where are you going with that thing? I can tell you. You know, that thing that thing is that thing is not built for small distance travel. It looks armed to the T. They're going far. Okay. Cool. What do you think the the premise is going to be? Like, what are they doing? I, you know, I wanna I want to have in my head that they're going to continue the whole. We're going to connect the rest of the world so that we can get it back together again, so we can get these governments going and get laws and currency. But I also feel like, uh, first off, uh, the rule is if you don't see a body, he ain't dead. He or she ain't dead. We did yeah, not that's, see yep. his body. That so, is a rule. You know, so 
and I mean, um, Troy Baker, he's in like 12 different posts. He's confirmed to be in the game. So what mm-hmm. are we doing? What what are we doing with Higgs? Because he's going to be even more pissed off. And I mean, the, we still don't even know what actually happened in that moment. So I think we're going to get a really cool flashback with that. I think, I think he, I think Higgs is going to be even more pissed off. He's going to be even stronger than before. And, you know, to make it interesting, I think I think they got to do something special with him. They have to change up his look. They have to. They need to do something interesting with him to to kind of make us love him again. And I Who, Higgs? Yeah. When did you start loving Higgs? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't I don't I disagree with you. Well, I'm saying that and as a as a in the character, you know how how you really enjoy how a character's written. I feel that. Yeah. (laughs) I get what you're saying. Like, they can't just walk into it like everybody knows who he is. There's got to be some sort of pre or (laughs) pre up. There's got to be some sort of ramp up for him. Honestly, we didn't really get that much from Higgs in his chapter either. Not in his chapter. We we know damn near that man's whole life story. Yeah. There's more. I there's got to be more, you know, um, but I really do think that for us to enjoy this character again, I think something needs to be so, a drastic change. Whether his look, his attitude, how he how he speaks, what, whatever it is, I I I'm predicting a major change with him. No, I I see what you mean. What's the what's the next what's the next phase for a character like Higgs? Right? Yeah, yeah. Because exactly. you can't keep him one dimensional. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. There has to be some sort of development with him. He's already complex as it is, you know, so we have to make him more complex. We have to figure out more about this guy. Why Why is he continuing this? Is he, will he eventually be an, an, an extinction entity? Is he, is he moving up the rankings? Is that what this, this whole spiel is, you know? I think, I don't know. I, I think he's going to be somehow merged with um, what's her nuts? Amelie. Yeah, I think they're going to be like a merged event. <laughs> one step closer to Neon Genesis. Yep. Good lord. Yep. One step cl- ever closer to <laughs> that's going to be when we do Death Stranding too. We'll know if we have to do that Neon Genesis <laughs> Death Stranding episode. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm gonna drop the what I found out, but I, I was really gonna keep it like TLDR just because that itself. Is a that's a whole series in itself. Yeah. Um. There's podcasts dedicated to just figuring out Neon Genesis. Mm. So <laughs> it's yeah, man. It's a lot, but I think yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen to them. I think they're gonna be like somehow merged. I don't know what that means quite yet. I don't. You know what I mean? Like I can't quite describe the level of merge. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be like. Um. Like fusion from Dragon Ball, <laughs> yeah, some sort of like something is done there. But when it comes to the ship, I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think they're going to London. I think we're going under the tar. Mm. Mm, that mm. that I don't know what we're getting, but we're getting something from under the tar. Maybe the baby. Yeah, because I need to know what's up with Lou, and I also need to know why. Um, Fragile didn't have any scars. 
If you saw the trailer, I think we know what the fuck happened to Lou. <laughs> yeah, you, you know why it turned into a tentacle monster? I do not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, man, I need your fucking answer sheet. <laughs> man said not yet. But no, man. Yeah, I think we're going under the tar. I don't know what's under there. But I do think the tar is going to become more relevant. Because the tar was kind of just an after effect. It was a symptom of de- the first Death Stranding. It was just something there. Um, I think they're going to lean into it. And the tar is going to have more and some sort of importance. And I think, yeah, I think that we have to go there for some reason. The thing that throws off my whole, I can't figure it out, is fragile without her scarring. I can't get my head around if... They like she somehow got it reversed or if it took place, if the scene involving her and the baby takes place before uh, the events of Death Stranding or her run in with Higgs. I, you know, there's so many things I, I need the answer for, because when you line that up with we have a different version of Fragile and we have a super old Sam, not super old, but an old Sam. So those two things are just kind of. So the bitch aged. What if it's like there's like a time travel kind of thing? I was thinking that, but I didn't want to sound stupid. I could see you know, that. And that would it'd every, be a young fragile going to meet an old Sam. Well, do you think that there? Well, I mean, you think that there could be some kind of time displacement within the tar? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, we already have. Yeah. Yeah. No, space time has already been confirmed. When you travel to the beach, space time is irrelevant. Or at least time is irrelevant. Right. Remember, Tam felt like he was there for, I forget, he used an actual number that he felt like. I want to say he felt like 36 months or something. And in the real world, it was only three months. So I do think the tar is going to be some sort of mechanism of traveling through time. And for some reason, Fragile has to meet up with Sam. That's where we're meeting an older Sam. And it's going to be those two pairing up to solve some sort of problem or to prevent some weird shit. Maybe in this other timeline, uh, Amelie is all fucked up, and that's why we have her looking strange, and maybe that's where she got paired with Troy Baker. Or, as we found out from the lore, because uh, Peter, at this time, who later becomes Higgs, Peter and Fragile are tight. Maybe he's working with Fragile to prevent the Death Stranding, and they're going to find Sam in this timeline to like help them unfuck it or they're going to, or in their timeline, Sam never went and did his stuff. So they are getting a hold of him now and then bringing him back to fix it before it happens. Something, something weird is happening. I just know the tar is involved and I know the timeline doesn't make sense as it is. And I do think that another reason for it is that baby that we see is her and Peter's baby. Oh shit. And when Sam finds Lou, Lou comes from his time into the thing. And that's why it's a weird tentacle monsters. It's just like, because it doesn't seem in pain. Like it laughs at Sam when he finds him. So finds her, I mean. So I think there's some, I, I think something fucky is happening, of course. But it's that's. So to keep up with all this timeline shit. Yeah, but I do think it's going to be some weird time displacement. That's interesting. What do you got, Ken Dog? Well, you took my time theory, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with all my C options. 
Um, so <laughs> for one, and I just kind of in my mind, right. I, I was like, maybe I, I thought potentially the setting could take place in Africa, more the sense of, you know, cradle of civilization, cradle of life type deal. Um, okay. I totally agree with the, uh, Higgs moving up the, the, the ladder, especially with the, um, with the influence of, uh, of this particular anime, I could see Higgs becoming the Sith, the seventh extinction or Ooh. some type of merger between him and, and uh, Amelie that leads to like some, uh, I guess the next evolution of it. Um, and then the thing with the black tar, I didn't get time travel. I, for some reason, I think more multiverse than time travel. Yeah, same, same. And, and depending yes, on how you I'm cut same, it, yeah. same difference, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah that, um, that whole theory is so depends what butterfly you step yeah, on at that point. Yeah, that's yeah. Depends on it, it's been so overdone the last decade. You can cut that a million different ways and still be right. <laughs> but I, I I do agree with the tar. Like there's there's a connection with the tar. Like it it, it gives me LCL vibes in in terms to like the tar is is low-key like all the souls of like of, of humanity and like maybe from past extinctions all in one i think there's essentially it's it's humanity itself as one thing and we just don't know that yet and we're 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 trying to fight the inevitable um nah man i i think honestly i i i feel like if the game would take place in africa i think it would be a seventh extinction event and I think the thing with Lou or or whatever this baby is, I, I see it maybe as an antagonist to the seventh seventh extinction. Like maybe that this getting this baby to Higgs and Amelie kind of leads to like a rebirth or like a resurrection type deal. Huh. Yo. Yo, hear me out. Hear me out. Boys, oh, hear, Adam and Eve, hear me out. No, Adam. no, no, no. <laughs> hear me out. The baby at the beginning of the game or of the trailer. The one that gets got, remember, it, oh, wow. I think it's Sam in a different, in a different timeline. The fragile's his mom? No, I think, I just think it's Sam. I just think he was put under the care of fragile. It's, it's one of those cases, no matter what timeline, we're always together type deal. Yeah, yeah, this man gets it. Yes, bonds across time. Mm-hmm. Yep. The power of friendship, motherfucker. I think that's what they're doing. That wouldn't explain. That. that wouldn't explain that. Well, that might be why she goes and gets old Sam from a different place. It's because he's dead. Old man Logan, this thing. <laughs> God, old man Logan used to be so good. Yeah, they ruined. Them. Yeah, we won't get into that. We won't get into that. Uh- <laughs> we need a gatekeep harder. <laughs> I, I like that. I, I I like that theory a lot. I think, especially with the game being about connections and especially with Sam's growth, it it would be kind of nice to see, like, you know, bonds and relationships transcend the physical or, or you know, our perception of reality, right? Transcend yeah. time, dimensions, life, death. Man, I just... I, mm. I'm excited. I'm excited to know, man. It could go a million different ways. And they gave us, again, typical Death Stranding fashion. They gave us a a whole bunch of pieces. They just don't fit together right. Until we get those other pieces, we're not going to be able to see the picture. 
I hope they keep it like they did with the first one, though, and they do give us all the pieces. That I did enjoy, because that's very un-Kojima. It's not like him to give you all of the stuff. Usually it's, you have to figure it out. This one did kind of hold your hand at the end. That's why Which I, I appreciated. The anticipation for a show, even a book, a comic book, any, anywhere in between there would be nice to expand the lore if they can't expand it in the video game. Yeah, I'll take anything I can get. I just need to know when the show comes out. I need to know how much of it's canon and how much of it's not. But if they do with this whole multiverse thing, then all of it, you know what I mean? All of it. They could Gundam it and just say it's a different timeline. It's stranding. Yeah. stranding. It's canon, tur- but it's turquoise. canon for this. The turquoise timeline. This particular, <laughs> yep. this particular timeline, yep. See, I told you that was going to happen, Ken Dog. I did it. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I was, I like the, I'm like, it's one of those things where I'm proud of you, but it doesn't really change anything. Cause like I could send you a Gundam meet like photo and it still won't mean shit to you, but it's like, you finally watched a really good anime that you've avoided. Uh, the first one's a cartoon, sir. It's not an anime. Hey, thank you for tuning in this week. <laughs> I'm your host. <laughs> no, man. No, I'm glad I got into it. Zeta is better than the OG one though. I'll say that from a purely objective because I have no nostalgia classes with it from purely abstract ob- objective oh, yeah. standpoint. I like Zeta more, but we're, we're yeah, not here to talk about Gundam. Yeah. Well, we kind of are here to talk about Gundam <laughs> because they have their own version of Gundam. In <laughs> Death Stranding. Maybe that was the hint in for Death it. Too? Maybe, maybe that was the hint for it. Nah, man, I don't know. I hope, I hope we're all somehow right. Because that'd be pretty cool, too. I'm sorry. I don't want a participation trophy. I don't want you to be right. I want to be right. I mean, all right. I'll take the participation trophy. (laughs) I just want to hang out with my friends. But all right. (laughs) When it comes out, we will be doing Death Stranding, too. Just know, I'm saying this now, we probably won't do it right right when it's released. I know a thousand YouTubers are going to be like, Death Stranding 2 in 30 minutes and all that bullshit. That's not what we do. You're going to have to give us time and actually dive into it, figure things out, not just read Reddit posts and say those are good enough and throw it out. But we'll do we'll do Death, uh, Death Stranding 2. I almost said Destiny 2 for some reason. But we'll do Death Stranding 2. Just, just know it's not going to be... We're not going to be fighting everybody to get it out first. We're going to do it right. We're, we're going to say it throughout the podcast just for the algorithm. Yeah, we wouldn't mind a review code before release. I'm just saying. Oh my god, I would literally, I would cry. I don't think you guys understand. I would, I would real man tears, not even man tears. I'd have baby <laughs> oh, tears. Man, I would. Damn, it'd mean the world. That game means a lot to me on a personal level. I love it. I love it so much. But, but well, boys, any final thoughts? Anything you want to get off your chest? Any grievances or? Kudos, you want to give it before we give Death Stranding the farewell? That was a wild ride. Thank you. Thank you, Hideo. And to the whole team. We'll put. It was a wild fucking ride. Yeah, I'd say, you know, it was storytelling that I wasn't expecting. And you made me emotionally invested. That's hard to do. So I appreciate that. And yeah, awesome. Waiting for the second one. Ken dog. Um, I, here's the, here's the thing, right? Like originally coming into this, like I, I thought it was like, Hey, 
It's a very beautiful game about connection and building relationships. But after like the last week and a half of watching icebergs on Neon Genesis and and the parallels, I need to wait for for Death Stranding too before I say anything. <laughs> jury's jury's I, still out. <laughs> ju- the jury's out because it's one of those cases where I don't got all the pieces yet, and they're like after like y'all <laughs> listen the whole thing of like trying to force the next evolution of man and using christianity solely as a way to talk about ego death i have a lot more questions <laughs> so i need to see the sequel before i say anything fair enough fair enough are you guys gonna play the sequel or are you guys gonna leave it up to me i'm gonna play the first one and the sequel that's uh, good I could not ask for anything more. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but We're going to cry, Brandon. We're going to cry like you. You should. Honestly, you should have at least one emotional reaction to that game. One. If you have no emotional reactions to it, then you didn't get anything out of it. You faked. You fakers. They're, you're the eighth extinction. I will be. I'll be. Yeah, I will. Oh, don't make me turn this planet around. That voice, I mean. Yeah, boys. I think we did good. Thanks for the fans. Death Stranding is uh, consistently one of our most listened to. And I know that, you know, everybody was kind of starting to get tired of it. You know, maybe I'll, I'll look into maybe cutting some of the fat off of when we do Death Stranding too. Because um, there, was, there was like some filler on my end of it. Because I didn't want to just point out all the important things i had to throw some unimportant things in there too but i'll look into it you know we'll have a lot of development by the time it comes out we'll have figured out a lot of how to do this podcast well you had to flesh out the world man it's a very visual game yeah people are listening (laughs) versus seeing it yeah so like i i will say the filler like it's not bad filler like just you know it's not and, and mind you we got we go based off feedback and you know all that, but it's it's one of those cases you have to you had to because you had to build the world out. But this time around, going into two, the world's already built out, so I think it'll I think it'll translate a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah, you know. but thanks for all the listeners too. Is what you know the main thing is like it was great. It was a great game to do, and I'm glad people enjoyed it. I hope you guys go and play it. Trust me, I didn't do it justice. Um, if not, you know, hey, you already put a whole bunch of, you put more time into it just listening to us talk about it and joke about it than most people would ever give it. So I'm not going to shame you. And with that, I think uh, we're going to put Death Stranding to bed for a little bit and we'll wake it up on the second one. Comes on out. So Sam's going to go night night one last time for a little Sam's, bit. Sam's going to go night night one last time. <laughs> Did he take a shower? <laughs> if he did then the next question is is who was in there with him exactly. <laughs> I'm glad that scene is the one that stuck out the most to everybody <laughs> oh it man a little, it seemed a little uh, me too you know what I mean no no I trust me Sam was not cool he was not cool with that getting was a hired very uncomfortable he, scene he did not want that role but <laughs> All right, boys and girls, with that, we will see you next week. A lot of new stuff is coming. So, yeah, thanks for tuning in to you, me, and Laura, and we'll see you next week. Later, y'all.